0: Okay, uh, good evening, Rabbi Isai. Um, today's, uh, a week since I was, uh, the, since the Levi took place. of Rabbi Shapira, Moreno Verabeno. And I'm in a little bit of a dilemma. Because I want to just illustrate it through an example that happened when I, uh, when I was in the high school yeshiva. Uh, we had a Rebbe, who was a big tzaddik in the Goen. His name was Rabbi David Chodash. Rameh Chodesh's brother Zeche Sadik Lebracha, and he would tell us uh, I remember like the first day the second day that we were learning by him he said the Ramban says like this the Rajba says like that and the Rajba's right and we were like surprised what he's between the Ramban and the Rajba how does he t- take the himself, how does he give himself the power to do that we didn't say anything Al Eretz but he said you're probably surprised that I'm saying between the Ramban and the Rashba." but uh, I'll tell you what I mean what the Ramban really means and what the Rashba really means I know that I don't have a clue what they really meant meaning Rabbi Moshe Nahman and Rabbi Shlomo I know that I don't have a chance to understand what they really meant El it's my Ramban and my Rashba. So since they're both mine, I can be machwia. I'm not machwia between them. I'm machwia between both the way my understanding and them. Which probably is not the right understanding anyway. So, ich bin to be machwia, who's more, since they're both mine. That's what he said. When you're masculine, like Ramay Shapira, so, michad giza, sometimes you feel, I know from past experiences I personally had, when I go, when I used to go here in Hispanic, it turned out to be that the Maspid was speaking about himself the whole time. So instead of Maspid the difter, he was Maspid himself. He how much he's he's missing, how much he's lacking, how much thus. And uh, is that called Hasbud uh you know the Gmar's Machira, right? the Hesbud is he called the 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 Maisah of what? She of Shaykhri. And uh at Lamaisa he was uh, Thank you. And, uh, he was speaking about himself. Like, speaking about your own Ramban and your own Rajba. What Ram was really, it was not, it's, we, we don't know. Even those who were close to him don't know. So Luchora, so it's, it's everyone speaking about his Ram Moshe So I'm gonna to try to keep the balance between the two of these things tonight. What, what, I don't wanna speak about my Kesha with him, per se I, in Hashem, I was like, for 36 years to be with him and uh, I, I spent hundreds of hours with him going traveling we went the Prague the both of us went for the first time for both of us well, it was in 1993 going to Prague just 3-4 people it was an unbelievable event and uh, I spoke to him and I, whenever I got stuck in the Maharal I, I spoke to him and that's for over 30 years and he came to all of my family's simchas and my son got married in Brazil he traveled all the way to Brazil when they were bar mitzvahs Ashkelon or whoever he always came and really we looked at him as uh, as they did. so okay. I, think, I can speak, I could tell you a lot of stories that I personally had experience with my but I don't even though maybe that's easier to follow lo ametosh ikar el amaysa means a nice story so I'll, here and there I'll say, but I, I really would prefer not to speak about that. Because that's the experience that we had with them. I would like to touch him up, but again, no one should have a Havamina. Now I'm touching what he really was. Because he was a very big mister and it was almost impossible to know what he was, even those who were close to him. I don't think his even his children knew exactly who he was. So uh, we're going to try to to keep the balance between these two things I'll just start with one even though I'm not, not in the mood but one that he many times but uh, meaning I'll tell you just this on this personal note I'll start and end uh, I was also very much afraid of him and very much uh, but the difference between me and the real of my is that I overcame it and I and I acted with him and I was I went to I Kibbutz with him a lot and uh, it was—it wasn't natural for me to do it because he was scary and he could tell me off. But I, he once told me, "Ani soneh shanashim yosvim leadi because uema viyira Ani soneh So I used to be the letzanah chazer, you know, kama machte. Just kids. My job was to make noise, and uh, that's that's what, with Nasi Borden and Yaakov Teratz, Akiva Teratz. Would sit with them for breakfast in London. They call me "come quick," because otherwise the only noise that you would hear is the spoon hitting the bowl, you know. And they asked me to come to make noise, and I would. And uh, sometimes they got on the head because of that. But I knew, that it, I knew deep down, that's what the preferred. So that happened a lot. That I would be mitrotsetsito in, in many different ways, but. Uh, he was a definitely major part in not only my life I'm speaking to my my family my wife my my children my in-laws my my siblings they all they all had a kesha with the Moshe after I got to know him so but I really would try to prefer tonight at least the beginning to focus on what was the and that's a very hard question when you think about it if i would have to single out Hanukudah of Ramayesha. He was a goin' oilam, uh, unbelievable memory. His koch, his zikorin, his koch chidush his koch ha, ha hazbara was second to none in all, in all, in all, in all areas of Torah. Uh, the way he remembered things and the way he would quote it and, uh, and the abkis that he had it's just and it it's it, it, I haven't seen anything like that uh the met uh, and his avoida and the way he was and the way he conducted himself with such malchus and uh what what nevertheless was Hanakuda? the point, so uh, let's try. Let's try to figure this out tonight. It could be we won't have the clarity. I, uh, listen, you can't learn a sugya in one year. So who says you could learn Ramesh a Shapir in one year? Me I'm all. and my. And Rabelli Katz today sent me an email of the goinus of a in an area that I have no access to, which is science. Uh, maybe we we'll, maybe Rabelli will say a few words afterwards on that, because this is something that I unfortunately cannot say anything. So I would like to say nevertheless, I, 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 so what I want to do tonight is to try to tie Chopper Meisha at Kama the Yadi Kadu from the experiences that I had, not stories and jokes or whatever he told me, but stories about Kadil in Israel. And he had a phenomenal memory for like for millions and millions of details and when it happened and dates. And he had an unbelievable chush for history. Once we were sitting together in the, in Altnishul, we were learning together Maral at two o'clock in the morning. And he asks me, "Yeshua, sure, when's the last time they learned here at two o'clock in the morning in, the, in Prague?" So I said, "You know, like anybody probably would have said, you know, before the war." He said, "No, not be told. He tells me, "The Haskalah wiped out Yiddish, wiped out Prague way before." He said, "The rabbi that was the rabbi of Prague at the time of the Shoah was a reform rabbi." So he made a chesed mabovah a hundred and thirty years like, he had a chush for these things uh, it was a hundred and thirty years ago that they learned in Prague at two o'clock in the morning how did he reach that number? I don't know, I'm sure he could have explained it so let, let's—the the first conversation that I had with Reh on my own this goes back again 35, 36 years ago he told me a Moritikah Yisoyed which I'd like to share with the oiler. and maybe from that we'll see if it could help us patch up Reh Moshe himself uh, I was then learning in the mirror, and I asked from a hadracha, a general, and learning on a, whatever, and he told me something about Odmanyan. He said, a person at your age, and I was in my twenties, is supposed to absorb and learn from as many as he could. Then I was learning in the mirror, Rab Nochem was still alive, Rab Nochem, Reb Chaim Shmoyim wasn't alive, but his derech was still, you know, very Matsui. You should learn from this Rub, you should learn from that rab, you should learn this derech, that derech, but at the end of the day you have to come up with your own derach and that's the only thing that will get you going for the rest of your life you cannot be somuch al shulchan acherim your whole life and he gave me a very interesting mashal the dukeman says if, 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 if Ruben tells Shimon a joke a good joke, so Shimon will laugh they'll laugh together Ruben forgot that he told it to Shimon he tells, a week later he comes and tells it to Shimon again Shimon will laugh a little bit less this time after three, four times Shimon will tell him I know this joke already you told me already yeah, me, how many times? this is the fourth time and it won't be funny after the fourth or fifth time from Shimon's perspective but Reuben that's saying over the joke if he says it always to a different crowd he could say it a hundred times and he has tremendous gishmak from it he'll laugh each time with the listener how come the listener could hear it three, four times max, and the one who's saying it over could say it with the zelba gishmakay a hundred times? Why is that so? so think because when you're listening to someone else, it's Yenim. and for Yenim, you could have two, three times, not more. But when you're saying the joke, it's zich, zich. You have uh, you have endless patience for zich for yourself, you have enough of yourself over and over and over, and a hundred times you're not bored because it's you he went on to say, a spouse marriage, right so in the Gorisha world, it's called a partner he said, Chazal will never say that which partnerships last which partnerships are mamish Givaldic? usually they dissolve after a while and even if they don't dissolve, everyone's a little bit suspicious and making sure who's getting the better deal. And when one person, one partner brings in his son, the other partner says, now it's my right to bring my son. And it's always a balance in making sure that no one's being taken advantage of. Chazal never said that about a wife. Chazal said, meaning the wife is you. Once it's you, then it's a different ballgame. Because with yourself... You have to, you're, you're a tremendous Balmitas when it comes to yourself. You have a lot of patience for yourself. You're very michel, your own mistakes and shortcomings. And you're very happy with yourself. And when it comes to yourself, you're a big, big Balmitus. The more you incorporate other people in yourself, the better you'll be. That's what he said. It has to be you and then he went on to go to tell me the word of the Gorn in, in Sefer Yitzira that the Goin speaks about the words we spoke about here in the Shiram of Krisas Bris that's when I heard it from him Krisasbris, Bris, if you look at these two words it really it's an oxymoron because Koiris means to separate, Bris means to put together so what's Koiris Bris? if you translate it in English it comes out the, the separation of togetherness or the togetherness of separation what does it mean? so Rashi and Chumash took care of it by saying they would cut the animal and go between its parts so the curvice is going on the poor animal and the British is going on the parties the Vilna Goa in Sefer Yitzira says a different shot how do two become one? that's a question that mankind is struggling with from day one how do two people become one? And, uh, according to any mathematical equation, two is not one, one's not two. So how do two become one? If each party takes something that's very precious to him and very valuable to him, and cuts it off himself and gives it to the other party, and the other party does the same thing, that's how two become one. That's called mutual sacrifice. <laughs> and the lambdus is explained by that when you take something which is very precious to yourself and you cut it off and give it to the other party the other party is also now you you extend yourself expanded yourself to include another party the, the superficial way of thinking is that when you keep everything to your alba amas that's when you have that's you are more and when you spread out you're, you're spreading yourself thin you'll have less but that was it 's the opposite: The more you enable others to become a part of you, the more you can connect to other people because they 're you and the third is it all has to go back to you because that 's the thing that you cherish the most it's, it sounds selfish, but if it 's being used as a as a attempt to include others and help others, so okay. I, what I think about Ramaisha is this: Nakuda, he was kuloi atzmius, meaning he never did anything which wasn't he totally identified with it till the other. Everything had to be zich, but in a in a very positive way. Nothing was done because others do it. Nothing was done because others will appreciate it. Everything was done because he incorporated and became a part of him. (inaudible) Ledugmar, Rabbi say, Rashi says in the beginning of Pashas Noach, (inaudible) Eilid told us Noach, Noach is tzaddik tzadik tomim. So these are the children of Noach. Noach is a great guy. A tzadik. So that's not the children of Noach. The next posseg is, (inaudible) Vayolid Noach, Shloy Shabonim. Eshem Escham Meyofers. So Rashi takes care of this problem. Why are you sticking in the middle that Noach was a tzadik? Pshat number one says Rashi uh, biskiros, By the way, it's stuck in parentheses in brackets. These are the children of Noach. Noach is a great tzaddik. the office. What is Rashi's second hezbar? Anybody remember Noelim? Meaning these are his offspring. These are his offsprings The offsprings are my and it's Iker. What do you mean Iker? It's more important than biological children. Because the biological children, I'll mention only later. What's born when you do Maishim Toivim? What's born? A-malach. amalach. Okay, that, that, that one, that's not our style. To say that what's being born is Amalach. You up. I'm sorry. It says the maral you're being born. Every time we do a Maishim Toivim, your moylit is atzmacha, and why is it more important than giving birth to children? because you're giving birth to yourself and giving birth to yourself is more meaningful than giving birth to others that's what the Mahal says why giving birth to yourself is more meaningful than giving birth to others? so you could say to Israel husband number one when you give birth to others so again it's a potential giving birth to another potential to another potential it can be a thousand years potential but uh, when is this potential going to start materializing? But if you start giving birth to yourself, ah, you're going beyond first base, like we say in America. But I, I think more deeper, in the, the is exactly this Nekudah. Life is about bringing out yourself. Life is about connecting, really, to what's in you, and connecting the Torah and Ma'asim to what you be'etzim are, and bringing out the Nekudah Ha'pnevis of what you are. And this you could only do if you really mean it, if you really have Kavana and if you're really connected to yourself. Meaning, of my Let me ask a question on this. Rashi. Rashi says, "Ikel to same should tzaddikim I seem to Why do tzaddikim? Why not ikel the same should ne'adam may seem to Why tzaddikim? Because a tzaddik, when he does something, he does it with the ganzachios." He, remember I say, if we put on film like this in the morning I promise you nothing is born from that guaranteed guaranteed may I seem to him give birth? yes, but if you put on film like this and you are not even thinking what you're doing nobody is born from that nothing is born from that what's the yuchad of a maister tov of a tzaddik? that his whole chiyas is putting into it later, the Gemara says in Mosek lida it could only happen if kol gufoy malgish that's what the says in Nida Dapam It has to be If a person does nothing um, nothing's born from that. It has to come from It has to be you. When you when you're do your and that kind of *Oifen*, you're constantly going to be bringing out something yourself. And you do it day after day after day and then a whole tzua of Adam comes to the world. But it has to be that you have that passion and understanding that this is what life's about. mimele it's only equal to the same shet zaddikim meisim him. Passion. What we're dealing today with chinuch our biggest problem is apathy. Yeah, there's no passion. There's no. I-, I can tell you that I've been involved in this kind of story that a person, a boy, last Sunday wanted to play football. And I put my foot down and I said, It's a Sorba Tavis. You can't play football on Asor Batavis. But there was some kind of arrangement arrangement that on Sundays he could go play. But it was Asor Batavis. Okay, they they disregarded me, whatever it was. And then uh the father wrote me it was such a kidish Hashem. My son played football and he still fasted. And he showed everyone that even though you're playing football, you can still fast. Now, if you, if you analyze what's being done here, what does that mean? The fast for that yid is a ritual. There's no meaning to it. It just has to be done. So if I could fast while I'm still playing football, Givaldic, what a kiddish Hashem. Everybody else was drinking water and you didn't. But a fast is not a ritual. A fast is a day that you're supposed to ponder and think and Mahara or That's what the Rama says. A fast is not just chitonius. A fast is plimius. That can be done when you're playing football. You're taking a fast day and making out of it a ritual. That's a frozen Judaism. That's a a no-pulse Judaism. Ramaysheh, his whole mahus was, let's do it, let's go, let's get into it, let's see what it is. And that's a come, whenever he did a maiseh, it was a maaser that brought out Nach atzuras Adam because he did it with his holchias. It wasn't rituals, and he didn't do things just because people would appreciate. Once he told me, "Mashani oseik b'maral o bekolad v'rimele, and I'm kabel efras <laughs> chashivas v'chaladim sheli." Efras—they're not machshavat at all. He's chaverim that nothing. Come I'm doing it because I think that's the right thing to do I'm not getting any 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 how is it called brownie points no brownie points for this for my chaver. and his mahus was that he did things again the maral says how come the mincha of of, of Hebel didn't protect him he brought a better mincha so how come he got killed at the end it says says the maral which is one remember what the maral says there Says the heavenly be gamhu. Everyone was doing it, so he also did it. So that's not a mitzvah that will that, that doesn't give you the school of mitzvahs. A mitzvah is an unbelievable atomic bomb, but if it's done properly. And the first thing that has to be done is mitgansu chiyus Ralph, please forgive me on the yiddish, where's Ralph. oh, oh yeah, okay. So when I speak English I I'll look, I'll look at way right? That, that's what it has to be it has to be and that was a Moshe B'lish Shum Safek whatever he did he thought about it he decided this is how it should be done ok ok let's go on this Nukuda that, that Moshe was Kuloi Atzmi there's nothing in him imitating someone how did Rabbi Sallallahu Salat say it? Oh. Oh, often and then and not just to copy someone. No. No. and not just be <laughs> <use to say. laughs> no. oh. Oh. those are the three. That's what the B'shal philosopher said. Again, meaning <laughs> you do forget about the results. What you said before? No. to copy. To copy no. and then. No so we didn't have
1: the third one. Was
0: no. You're not imitating someone
1: else?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're not doing it just to be,
1: uh, Yoitze. <laughs>
0: okay. Whatever. Okay. That's what, that's what the was. Whatever he did, he thought about it, and he did it, and if it's well received, what? <laughs> yeah. Just to do it. And everything, it was, you know boys, I'll say something very very foolish but I- I'm telling you that's what I feel it's so not appropriate for Ramesha to die I-, I know it's very foolish because everyone dies at the end so what I'm saying is ridiculous but those who knew him he's dying Remember, six, uh, six foot under that's not him he was cool he was cool there should be no mesachah on him. That's our gosha. Okay, Rabbi Shai. So that's point number one. I want to go weiter on this nekuda, the abrahmaisha of, uh, of, of how he became, if we could touch up a little bit, what was so special about him. He was kuloi original. Kuloi self. Nothing because someone else. Nothing. He was a chavtza of originality the way he looked at things, the way he touched up things, he was original. But what does that tell used to say? How come a mikli, you need arbaim seah? And a mayan is metar, kelim at least, because you. Why it's so? Because a mayan is orig- original. A drop of originality has the koyach to metar, like 40 seah, if it's collected from elsewhere. And he was coolly original. The way he would say good morning, the way he would say, the way he looked at things, always with, I'll give you a dogma for this I once asked Umesha, what's the reason that there's such a that the anti-Semites have a taiva to deny the Holocaust what's the reason what was gonna, it did happen it didn't happen what's the big enough gamina for them right and he, by the way he would define what's called the anti-Semite a goy that hates Jews more than expected Meaning to all hate us. But if it's more than expected, that's called the same Okay, good. What's their taiva to go deny? You know, to deny something that millions of people experienced, unfortunately, it's a big, a big undertaking. So most people will tell you, because they don't want us, to, we shouldn't have Rachbim on the Eden. Uh, we, it's a justification of maybe the foundation of the state of Israel. And, you know, that we shouldn't get any mileage out of what we're getting from the Holocaust. That's what regular people answer. You know what the Rambam answered me? It's noy You know how come they want to make sure that no one acknowledges that there was a Holocaust, so they could do another one. That's what he told me. If they remember the first one, you can't do a second one. Not shy person not But if it never happened, so then I could do it. What? it's such a rigid way of think, looking at things they want to have the ability to do another one <laughs> after what he's saying the one who was the biggest denier was that fellow from Iran let's not mention his name in the B'Smedrish and he's the one who was developing about to throw in Israel but like this is the kind of answer you would never hear from anyone else you won't hear from anyone else and that's how it was not everything that he spoke to him Kuloi originality Kuloi bringing out something uh, deep of himself to the world ok he was Maspid Rebnachum. I remember that I was there and when he was Maspid Ribnachum, he said the following word which I think is again very much what we're going to speak about that he was Kuloi Atzmi Reb nothing in him was because this is what people say or this is what people do, or he's imitating someone. Whatever he did is because that's him. Bahamas. This could be manifested in a way that he would sit at the table, he could be quiet. Most people say, you know, if I'm, I got a silly no? So there is an Indian having a couple the body But like, I'm not gonna talk just because I have to, not because people talk. If I have what to say, I'll talk. If I don't have what to say, I won't talk. And this Nukuda, that you should be your own man, on your own, of the same Chalkein, that first Shemuz that I had with him, is something again, which was very Nikar in many things in his life. I'll give you an example. Once I personally had uh, some kind of medical issue, which very much disturbed me. It wasn't Sakonis Nefoshes, but something that disturbed me. And I called him up, and he was tremendously Mishtat t-vitzar. He says, what's your name, Yeshua, I'll down for you. Yashua Dovi Minrus. Oh, Yeshua Dovi Minrus, the Yedaber. Ish He was a grun in this area as well. And, I, and he, I, I thought when I was speaking to him, he was so mishdakt and bizarre. And Bukhashem things were sorted out. Bukhashem. But like you would expect, so he would like speak to me from that time to no, time I mean, how do you feel? He didn't. He didn't. If I would raise the topic, he would ask. But on his own, no So I remember when I, this was when I was 30 or whatever, 20-some years ago. Uh, yeah, how come he doesn't ask me how I'm doing? No? Manishma. But he didn't do that. And then I thought afterwards, that's exactly the point. What Ramesh was saying is like this. If you need my help, I'll give it to you in abundance. Abundance. I'm here to help, but afterward, but I'm not here to be a babysitter. Now you go on. If again you need my help, give me a call. One hundred percent. But uh, how is it called? The uh, attention, uh, you know, Rashi Tevis. What? A child needs. Uh, what? That's it. what is it?
1: Tender
0: love, 10 love and care. So he didn't do it. Tender love and care. If there's a need, I'm here. If there is not, stamp the Shmuz So you, you imagine you are not Hashem. You need my help again. Come back, but like this sin and Shmuz No, that was not his mahalach. It took time till he understood that. It's not that he's ignoring you or like chpatlo. But when you spoke to me, he was he, he? He said, "I know of another case." He said, "Let's go together now, down and together, among some How many people you know that would do that? You go to somebody and say, "Okay, this second we're going to go now to the Ma- to Rachel." I am sorry, let's go down now to kever I know he did it with a member of my family. No, not too long ago. And uh, at 11 o'clock at night, now, let's take a taxi and go to Kevar Ruchel. It's a good hour, hour and a half. He will do it. He will do it. If there's a need, I'm willing to do everything. Stamp Tishmus? T? T- TLC. no. I don't do TLCs. That's just stamp To be sweet. No, I'm not stamp Sweet. He was... He was sweet, but when there's a chashmah with it. Okay. Again, you should be your own, you should be... How many times used to say why Gmilus Hasodim is called Gmilus Hasodim? What is the word Gamal here? So it's you're returning Chesed. And what happens if you're doing the Chesed the first time? So why is it still called Gmilus Hasodim? And the Ebershah is called Goim El chasadim. He's not returning Chesed. What? I'm sorry? He's uh uh uh. Then he said, "Why is a camel that camel? Why is the animal called Gamal?" And then by Gamal it Yitzhak, right? Uh, uh, uh. So he said, "The ultimate purpose of Chesed is that you give someone enough help that once he gets this help, he'll be Oyim oh, he'll manage on his own. they should not be in a situation that he constantly needs help." I'll help you today, I'll help you tomorrow, I'll help you another ten years I'm always going to here to help you no, the purpose of helping is that you should be enough and now you can manage on your own and the camel is called camel because it's the only animal in the world that can drink enough water that now for ten days it doesn't have to drink water because it lives in the desert it can be on its own all other creatures have to be always summoned to water so they can't be totally independent a camel could it drinks a lot and now for 10 days it, it doesn't need any more water. Vayigamer when a child stops nursing meaning he now can manage on his own. That's the ultimate kind of chesed. To give enough that the Mechabal now can be oymed versus Atzwe. I heard from him this word at least 20 times. I think that was a sheet about him and everything they that did. That's how he lived his life. To bring out what you are and you should be oymed with what you are and nothing... A combinations of, uh, uh, are are taken from others. Again what he said about the Ribnochum Bsatz, I told you what he said, he quoted the maral. And again I used to joke around with him because it's the only time I heard him say, Hamaral Miprog. That's what he called him. So I said, no, Maral Miprog. Miprog Prog Because when you're speaking to Yeshiva Shailam and that's what you speaking to, he thought he just wanted to speak that they should understand what he's talking about. He said I'm going to in the name of the Maral and the and he touched it up the way Rab Moshe attaches up things. The Maral quotes the Gemara in Maseches that Rava says, "Kama How how foolish are the bablim? That they stand up ifnei Sephar Torah, and they don't stand up before a Talmud As it says inside Yakeno, you give forty lashes, and Chacham came and said it's thirty-nine. That's the Gemara. Says the Maral. You know what this Gemara is saying? HaTamot is not someone who knows Torah. Knows a lot of Torah. Atamat Chochem is etzema Torah. Ere Alein is a Shtik Torah. Why? Because the, the Pshat, there's no way to say that 39 means 40. You could say, the reaches up, you know, from outside it touches upon the number 40, so it's 39. But if v- v- the Torah meant 39, the Torah was the 39 so it's not a hundred percent pshat when it says means 39 nor was but since Chazal they themselves are Torah (coughs) the Torah has Rishus to interpret Uh, one person could explain another person even if it doesn't fit in great but Torah could explain itself but if Chazal would not have a status that they themselves are Torah how could they say take a post which means 40 and say it means 39 Forty is not thirty-nine. Ain malasot. <laughs> Elamaya says the maral that this what Rava is coming to say that the Talmud Chacham is not someone who knows Torah. A Talmud Chacham is that he himself is a walking sefer Torah, pshuta kemesmal, and therefore Chazal could go ahead and say that what the Torah says forty it means thirty-nine. Like one person could explain another pasuk. That's what the maral says there, and then he went on Rab Moshe to explain to touch up Reb and he said he wasn't someone who knew Torah. He was Torah himself And he built it up very nicely I think I'm going to say This is what we could say about Ramesha as well He was the Hefza Torah And Torah again is something always Not Down to earth Adasov It's always Sulamutz of the The Roshamagiyah Shemaima. Namely he was His cook His outlook was Torah he understood the real world very well, but he looked at it from a different prism. And that prism is <coughs> called Taylor. said, this is touching upon on your side, and this again I heard from Omoshe. The famous question that everybody asks, where do you see God in the Dafkamah? Where do you see Akkadish Bokh I see Abaye, I see Rabba, I see Rashi, I see Taisves, Hagoy Sabach, I see a bunch of rabbis. I don't see God. Where is God? Huh? I, I get this question at least once a week. Where is God? And Abri said, sure "That's the Mikudah. The Leshem says that whoever called Yisrael whoever is called a Yid believes on the following: that when Hakadosh Baruch Hu when 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 Hakadosh Baruch gave Torah, he gave Torah Shlalei which means that when Chachmi Yisrael would sit and learn Torah, it's Dvar Hashem coming out of them. There's Shluchim, just like Anovi is a Shariach. Anovi is saying the Nusach of Akadish Bahu, the, uh, the, the, the omic of Tere Shibalpe is that Abai is speaking in his Sprach, Rabbi speaking in his Sprach, but it's coming from Akadish Bahu. It's words of Hashem. Because they became their mamash, they became a, a mouthpiece of a Baruch The Reb Tzadok compares it to Geshem and Tal. Geshem is rain, and Tal is dew. How do you say it?
1: Dew.
0: Dew. Okay, we'll call it Tal.
1: Call
0: it yeah, we Americans call it. Jew. So okay, so it's Geshem and Tal. But how does it look in the in a superficial level? Geshem comes from Shemaim. That you see clear. Tal it doesn't come from Shemaim. In the morning, when I wake up, I see on my, uh, the window, on my car's window that there's a, the, a towel there. I, I don't know where it came from, but it definitely didn't come from the shemaim because I was up. I didn't see it. It's, it's on the window there. I guess somehow it reached there. But I'll leave it there. So everybody knows that the towel also comes from the shemaim. He brings a medrash of, uh, tzodik. The Torah Shubik is called Geshem and Torah is called towel. Which means it all comes from a Baruch Hu. Just in, in Torah Shavuksav, you see Lahediyah comes from a Kodesh Bahu, and Torah Shemal-peh, you think it's coming from the Chacham. It's also from a Kodesh Bahu. That's what we believe. These Gduli Yisrael that were so open on Torah Hashem and they worked on themselves, they became also Kodesh Bahu. Dick that Kodesh is communicating through them. It looks like it's their own svara but it's coming from the same source of Torah Shavuksav. And therefore, whatever the Ma'aseh would say, even as it was always so interesting and so different than what regular people would think and there was another big element of, of that also which I think is connected say, he was a very inichbad. when you sat in his presence you felt you're sitting in the presence of a special person he again he, he never went to someone and said No, sometimes he would but Bafakali, he didn't. You had to approach him. But he was so nice and taking care of all the all the the balechuba, all the people that you know, the people that have tough in life. He was so nice to all, and he was so. And again, it's a and Megillah that it's said on Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and I'm sure you could say it on on people like Ber Moshe. But Mokum Shata Moitz Gadul Asoi Shama Tamezeh An An Vas Wherever you see Akhurush Bohu's goddess, and the he's arrived from the Torah and the bimul that what? That he, he would sit with people hours, hours, that most of us would give them five minutes, not more. And he ishkondal, what Akhurush Bohu says. And he would, he would, he was such a, he was such a shuffle, and he was such a, un- <coughs> I'm sorry, such a unum. He, he was allergic to the fake covet that exists in the world because, again, it's not coming from the right place. I remember I once spoke to him about it. He, when we, when he would come into the chair, people would stand up. When it was in his home, he would tell us like in in an angry way a little bit. Sit down, sit down. Like, don't be involved in sh'tusim. So I asked him once, "Where is the sh'tusim? It's halacha that you're supposed to stand up." or What? No, the halacha is speaking about something else. He says, why? So again, he touches up. Why is kaved coming from the word kaved? Why? Kaved, kaved. Kaved means heavy. What's the sheikers? So said to Moshe that the ultimate kaved always means, he gave me a mashal, if uh, if I'm going to introduce to you the best shoemaker in Eretz Yisrael. Let's call him Mr. Sandlarovich. Okay, he makes name and I'll tell you, he's the best shoemaker in Eretz Yisrael, what would you say? I'm oh, fine, a pleasure to meet you, please give me your card if I'll need you, I'll call you up but another shoemaker who's standing next to the best one, what does he feel? what? okay, let's say if he overcomes the Kina and Sina what does he feel? he's buttless because the first shoemaker is of him. that's the heaviness here, it's him. I'm a shoemaker and he's a shoemaker. So why is he so much better than I am? I should be like him also. Right? I should be like him also. Covenant of a Tamil said used to be that deep down, if you met a big Tamil you felt like a shoemaker meeting a better shoemaker. I should be the Tamil I was also an Harsinai. So why, why is he a Tamil and I'm not? That's the like, problem. It's kaved. It's mechayv you. We all we, we all get the same Torah. So how can be like that? I'm like that. But today it's we became specializing. Just like a doctor is not uh, feel doesn't feel obligated by a by a, an accountant. An accountant doesn't feel obligated by a lawyer. Uh, so the three of them don't feel, we don't feel obligated by a talmud I don't take that path. I took a different one. I'm a I'm a balabos. So I'm putter I don't have to really be a Hamad Chacham. Well, I have to know Tavcham Kinevsky has to know? No! It's wrong. Everybody has to know Kol HaToyra Kula. Everyone. Every single year is B'chuy have to know Kol Hatara Kula. What's the mockery of Boisev? Where is it? Say that? Okay, everybody wants La'at-la'at, chavereh. V'shinantam le'vonecha <laughs> sh'yudivra y'toyra mechudadim b'ficha. Sh'yim yishalcha odem al-te gamgem emor lo Miad. Everybody has to know Kol Hatoy Rakula. It says in the Medis, the person who comes up to Khaj Boko, he asks him, Did you learn Halacha? Did you learn uh Agata? Did you learn Chumash? Did you learn Nami? Did the Bhikisa the Maya Simulkova Sakta? a Medish Mishlay. Everybody has to know. But Lamaya said, when say, we see Atamut Ram? I don't feel obligated. He he took that path. I don't take it. So so how they get up and sit down. It's not to be polite. He says, it's an nimusi The look of it. It's an nimusi It's like uh, when Quoda Nasi, Quoda Shofet, Quoda Haramakal. You don't have to stand up if that's why you're standing up. It's not a It's not that you feel I should be like him he's tapping on a Nakuda which again if you ask a the boy say it's very relevant to us do I really have to know Shas? do I have to know Shas? probably or no I don't go to it's enough I don't have to know everything so then when you stand up for it's just because that's what everybody does so don't do it it's not coming from inside it's not a a thing so the man Rabbi sai What was the of Everything was how he understood it, and what does he get out of it, and how does he approach it and how much sense does it make to him? and then you do it. Of course we all gotta keep he was a tremendous Allah, tremendous but everything was how he thought about it. Nothing was done without thinking everything was uh, a, a mahalach of Chochmah of what? no stem no stem you know again you could say here the, what the Chofetzreim would say you could apply it and then I want also to say a few words Boshus Eli okay I can't. but you wrote me oh if you want to say anything else but b'kashah the Chofetzreim asked on Shabbos Parshas B'Shalach in 1931 the Chofetzreim asked the kids around the Shabbos table Rabbi Shimon Schwab was there and he said it over the Chauvet's Chaim asked the kids around the Shabbos table, how did the man taste like? So the kids said, you know what kids say? Whatever you wanted. Chocolate pudding, ice cream, pizza, if there was pizza those days. Whatever, whatever it was. Ask the Chauvet's Chaim, and if you didn't think, you ate the man without thinking, what do you think it tasted like? You weren't thinking, you're reading a book and you ate the man without thinking of any specific food. What did it taste then like? I would say maybe dash, whatever. They didn't say that and the Chavatam didn't say it either. Whatever. So they said, we don't know. So told the Chavatam, I want to tell you something. He obviously said it in Yiddish, but I heard it from Shiva Chavatam in English. I'll tell you a, a lesson for life. Who knows how many, how many years those kids lived the Shah coming t- ten years later. If you don't think, it's tasteless. And remember, that's a rule for life whatever you do if you don't think it's tasteless it, it doesn't have a tam the Moshe was I, I would say a tam he found a tam in everything in every minig in everything he found a tam in it because of everything he thought about it. he never did anything stump. he always thought about it so therefore he found a tam in whatever he did Every Maimah Chazal came up to a new life when Rumayisha would, would explain it. The way he read it was already gave it chashivas. Everything was done with, with Oymek, with das, with trying to get out of it the most premium thing, nekuda uh, of it. So I don't know if we came on here with the clarity of one nekuda of Rumayisha, but what I wanted to bring out is he was kuloi original. Everything that he did was him. Was him. Everything that he did had a tam Everything was with such oymek. Everything made such deep, profound meaning, because everything he did because he thought about it. The matter, everything had a tam Nothing was done stop. And uh, it says, Rabbi that Balatanya wrote it in one of the letters that the expression shavakheim lekolchaim means when a person's nifter, the koiches that he leaves behind are there for grabs. Everybody can now have them. A lot of Kuech is left behind here. We can have them. And I think, again, the main thing is do, do things because you understand them, you thought about them, and you really got into it. I'm going to ask somebody just to say about... Come here, Abelie.
1: Okay, It's um, far for me to say anything here um, in the footsteps of be sure who knew him for... I had a shaykhus with him for hundreds of hours and, and I only had a shaykhus with him for, in Gansen for two hours. Not even, I think an hour and a half. Um, and I was, I was reading through some of the obituaries that we heard, that we read, uh, over the Shabbos. And then you see other people who, who had shaykhus with him just for a few hours. And it literally changed their life. And I, I just felt I had to write something down to, to let me be sure and know how the Moisha just in a two 45 minute sessions was momish life changing. In the various obituaries, it was mentioned that Moshe aside from his enormous Yedias and Taurus Nigla and Taurus Nister, and we read how he would give, uh, upwards of 30 Khabur, 30 Shurim a week. I mean, that's, that's just something to realize what it means to give 30 Shurim a week for decades on decades and decades. There are thousands of hours of Shurim available there. So, Boshem, the, his words remain with us. It was also wide knowledge, it was also meant that he had a wide knowledge in secular subjects such as science. And it is said that he would host telephone-based chabours with scientists from Russia. I can testify directly to this fact with first-hand experience and perhaps I can just mention a few of that today. I had the sakhust together with Amos of meeting with Moshe in person twice. Once, um, in 2012 here at my home and once in his koilow on Machloima in Shavuos just now. In both cases we discussed the Indian of Toya and science for around 45 minutes. His depth of knowledge of the science was utterly incredible. He introduced a completely new viewpoint of the unity on the grandest of scales from the top of the heavens, from the top of the Shemaim, right down to the very foundations of the physical universe. They included the greatest detail and the deepest aspects of physics, including the two most important pillars in modern physics today, quantum theory, Einstein's relativity, and the combination thereof, which is quantum gravity. Our discussion touched upon the core foundations of time, of space, of energy, of light, of infinity, of finiteness, all of which was from the biggest of the cosmic scales, the entire universe, all the way down to the innermost, smallest, hidden, most penimious, of the atom itself, the quantum unit of the subatomic world. His encyclopedic knowledge was untouchable, was enormously up-to-date, and in some cases far beyond even many physics graduates, and especially when it came to the meaning and the Havana, not just this is the formula, it was what is the meaning, what is it, what is this telling us? In our brief discussions for each of these features and rules contained in these two pillars, Rav Moshe would take each of the protim. Of these, of these foundations of the entire Bria, and connect each point to, this is the Shoyosh, where in our Torah's Nigla, mostly Torah's Anista, where would you find this? Where, where amongst the Gedoile in the, in the, in the Yodea in Emes, from the Rizal, from the Vilna from the Ramchal from the Leshem, and occasionally even down to the Mesheh literally prat by prat, where you would find this Indian, this fact, this, this rule this theorem where you'll see it in the actual underlying Toyos occasionally he will provide his own direct interpretation to a particular sphere or to an Oylom or to some other Indian Toyos Okay, perhaps not for the details for now one of the most incredible Horus was his understanding in Kesha of people who understand something called superposition theory which is probably the greatest mystery in the heart of the whole quantum world what the scientists have being done on literally decades after decades Right, and he would touch up exactly what that meant, literally Bidjuk to something in uh, in a panimious world called Radlah right. for of Moshe the of was a direct gilui of Kuchu and therefore one can and one should perceive from the very expressions and from the emanations the true Shoroshim of everything that we see in the Bria all the way back up to the Olamis in Shemayim everything that is up there is reflected down here and everything down here is reflected, what comes from its Shoroshim from its source up there, and he was truly, therefore, taking what we have in Mi Mal and taking it down by the Mitachas and Oid. There's nothing else. There's no other Yichud that we have other than that Kesha from all the Ilamis upstairs, all the way down to the very innermost Panimius of the, of the uh, Orits itself. He twice commented that the level of Yedia that we have nowadays in the Bria was Wunderlich. I means wonderful and that the unity and the Keshe between the higher Olamis and the lower worlds was becoming dramatically clearer in our generation uh, as a note as uh, Rav mentions he had a phenomenal memory when I met Rav four years later it was the second time I'd ever met him he knew every single part of the conversation that we had who was there what time we were interrupted in the middle of the conversation where he was sitting every Nakura of the conversation with Bad sayf, and I just walked into him cold after four years. Just a phenomenal memory. These two sessions dramatically changed my life. And in so many ways, I think from, from myself and Amos we speak, uh, how many hundreds, perhaps even thousands of hours across many years that we will continue to be done on the words that we heard from Moisha in those two 45-minute sessions. This may be a bit extreme, but just I felt, felt I have to say it. From having learnt and seen a reasonably wide range of sources and of these matters, it's quite likely that there's been no one else probably since the Vilna Gong who has ever had a sufficient depth of understanding in the science itself not just a, an, a, a idea of that there must be a Kesha between and but actually in his case maybe he got it from the Khabur that he was giving to the Russian scientists I don't know where he picked it up it was modern day knowledge it was really fresh from the hot press and through this he was able to be I have a idea so in so much part, so much pottier detail of what is happening in the Ilomis that he will be able to makasha and create this yichud, literally this oneness that exists between the Ilomis and the Ilomis and thereby illuminating the awe-inspiring vision of Achdus and Yichud, which gives us Hashem Echad Ushma Echad.